What's going on, everyone? It is your host, Brian's Comics Number One, and you're listening to the Flashcast on the podcast on Earth 2. And welcome to the Flashcast on the podcast on Earth 2. I am your host, Brian's Comics Number One. I mean, been very busy today. I mean, I've been doing a lot of packing for the move to my new house. Um, we're gonna, um, you're gonna actually see a whole lot of pictures of um, some pictures of it, not a whole lot, but you can maybe see a picture or two of it. I mean, it's gonna have a really nice backdrop and you know, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna probably see some, you know, you could probably see some pics, and maybe I might post a video too about it as well when I do my other podcasts. And actually, speaking of, you know, and the Flashcast as well. Speaking of um, the podcast, um, I'm actually I've been doing a whole lot of reading on Damian Wayne and this whole also this whole backstory. I mean, doing a lot of research. I mean, it's been a really fun project, um, especially when I find the time to do it i mean since i work in another job but i find a time to do all these things and it's just really fun i mean it keeps my blood flowing but also just because it's really fun and so it's gonna be a really exciting episode on damian wayne and just going through who this amazing character is i mean he's one of my favorite robins personally i mean i can really relate to him so i mean that's gonna be a really cool episode so I mean, we're gonna have Jay on the line in just a couple, in just a minute, um, and we're gonna be covering a whole lot about the review on the cause of an excess for the Flashcast. And before we do all, and actually before you know, I go over what we're gonna cover, I just wanted to give you this quote um, that relates so well to this episode, and it goes like this: Oh yes, the past can hurt, but the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. Rafiki from The Lion King. And just imagine if Rafiki was in the Flash. I mean, you could just imagine him just, you know, whacking, you know, Nora on the on the head, or even, even maybe even burying. But I can definitely see him like kind of like telling Nora, like, you know, hey, you know, I mean, you have to, you know, you have to move on from, you know, the stuff that happened. You can't keep on running and going back to fix things. I mean, I thought, you know, I mean, I thought that was a really interesting quote. I mean, and how it relates to this episode because, I mean. What we're going to cover, Jay and I, is just the fact that Nora brilliantly, I would say, and, and just amazingly, too, ran back 52 times out of all the speedsters in the history of The Flash. I mean, you're talking speedsters like Thawne, who ironically is actually mentoring this, you know, young cat, you know, Jay Garrick, Zoom, Wally, you know, Barry, and I think Wally has last place when it comes to the speedsters who ran back and, you know, who ran back in time the most. So I think it would be interesting if we saw Rafiki kind of talk to Nora, toss it some, I mean, really talk some sense into this um, young, you know, this young speedster. I mean, it'd be a really funny scene. So um, Jay and I are going to be covering, on the review, we're going to be covering the Metahuman Cure. We're also going to be covering Nora's dilemma and the lesson that she had to learn after running back in so many times. We're also going to cover Cisco's date and then also somewhat of Thon's plans and also Sherlock cracking the code. We're going to cover a whole lot on this episode. Um, I'll have him on the line pretty soon when, you know, because I mean, he's from Earth 16. I'm from, I mean, he, <laughs> Earth 16. My bad. I'm from Earth 16. I live on my, I live on this Earth, but he's from Earth too. So we kind of have to, set up that whole communication since we're in different earths even though we're on the same we're in the same space but we're vibrating at different vibrations you see what i'm saying that's how the the whole multiverse works little multiverse lingo there been learning a lot too from well i've been i learned a whole lot since watching the flash from martin stein and all that then in the end i'm gonna go through some flash thoughts and also have a little closing and a little small review on the next episode being Earth 2. I mean, being... <laughs> sorry about that. Kind of mumbling, but the, the next episode being King Shark versus Gorilla God should be a real slobber knocker. So you definitely don't want to miss this. Um, so after this, after the um, short break, we're going to... I'm going to be talking to Jay about the, um, about the cause and excess. You don't want to miss this. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm doing great, man. I mean, I'm almost finished with the move right now. I mean, I got everything all packed up and everything.
You know what? My memoir was the same way, too, because here's a story, man. Like, my sister and I, we were just, like, you know, we were trying to, like, I mean, not our own business. And then also the landlord actually gives us an offer. He's saying, you know what? Okay, we, you can actually, you know, you can actually buy it. You know, would you like to buy my house? And we're like, you know what? We'll think about it. Sure. So my sister actually does all the talking. But then um, he jacks up the price, too, for the house. He's like, oh, it's 260 you know, 260 something, you know, 260000 And my sister's like, wait a minute. Oh, you know, she's like, what? And all of a sudden, he says, no, actually, it's $247,000. And like my sister's like, okay, can I get an inspector? Can I get a realtor? And he starts acting really weird. And then also he's like, no, I'm not going to sell the house anymore. Yeah.
And to me, it's like, you know, the flash can be the flash without Cisco Ramon. I mean, that's just, that's just my opinion.
how fixed plane times can't really be altered because if they are, you know, something definitely changes like we have another flashpoint, you know? So there, there's a bit of that too. So I mean, just imagine if the lightning, I mean, we, as we saw in the last season, I mean, if everything, well, if, if Nora didn't actually hit that, um, you know, she didn't really hit the satellite that was crashing down. I mean, do you think, um, obviously David Hirsch would have been, you know, as Sherlock mentioned, David Hirsch would have been sick in it. So, I think she kind of knew what she was doing, in a sense.
What's going on? It's your host, Brian's Comics Number One, and you are listening to the Flashcast and the podcast on Earth Two. I am about to. So basically, what's been going on? I mean, a lot's been going on. I've been really busy as of late. I've been moving into my new house. Um, couple, you know, it's been really tough though. But you know, I mean, nonetheless, the move is very exciting. I mean, we did do some floor cleaning. I mean, the floor is a little damp, so. I mean, I don't know if you'll be seeing my studio um, pretty soon, but I mean, once the floor dries and I start putting everything in, you're going to be seeing it and it's just going to be really awesome looking. Um, So, I mean, there's a whole lot of house cleaning going on. I mean, no pun intended with the new house, especially. I mean, I had to move out of my rental. It's been really, really tough. Landlord's been kind of on my butt about it, but you know... I mean, other than that, you know, or on my, me and my sister's butt, I should say too, because we've, we've been kind of like, you know, he's been contacting us and it's like, ugh. But anyway, you know, I mean, we're excited to move to our new house and, you know, we're pretty much getting everything packed in. So, I mean, um, in the future, the Damien and Wayne Profile podcast is still in the works. Um, it should be able to premiere on February the 28th, if not later. It should be very awesome. I mean, I've been reading a whole lot about Damien and Wayne um, and the material related to him um, as much as possible. And even kind of watching the movie Son of Batman. Um, so, I mean, it should be really awesome. With the next podcast and the next character is going to, you know, my next profile character on the podcast for March should be, um, let's just say it's a character that doesn't involve, that does involve a bat. You know, it's, I'm going to leave it at that. It involves a bat. That's it. So the quote for this um, episode is just that the quote for the, the flash quote of the, I mean, the flash cast quote of the um, episode is um, this. Oh, yes, the past can hurt. But the way I see it, you can either run from it. Or learn from it. That's from Rafiki, um, from The Lion King. And I think it was, it pretty much relates a whole lot to what's been going on this episode with Nora and how she's just trying to fix the whole thing, you know, just really fixing things and seeing her friends get hurt and all that and just running back through time and everything. So, I mean, it should be, you know, it's a really interesting quote. So now on to the review. Um, I'm going to really. Um, go through this as quickly as possible since you know I mean I've been doing a lot with packing as of late um so with a review I mean it starts out with a cure and Cisco finally completes the cure I mean I would say the metahuman cure but there's just one problem is one catch now the metahuman cure um, may be complete but even if it's injected into cicada or any other meta it can take up to about a month or 29 days at best for it to take effect in the pituitary gland according to Caitlin Snow so Sherlock comes up with the ingenious idea to speed up the cure's effectiveness by using the speed force, and who know better to do it than Barry Allen himself, the Flash. So they recruit Barry to actually use the speed force to speed up the cure. And Nora wants to come with him, though, but Barry's like, no, nah, nah, you need to stay here and take care of things here. They need excess. Which brings me to Nora's dilemma, and pretty much the lesson learned. Now, what's amazing about Norris is that she ran back 52 times to try to save her loved ones from Cicada. Hence, next Tuesday, hashtag next Tuesday, times 52. At this point, I don't even think the episode should be called um, Cause and Excess. It should, it should probably be called Excess Point at this point because her running back 52 times is just miraculous. I mean, she <laughs> did it more than any other speech that we know. I mean, her being the most, and I think Barry being second, Zoom probably being third. I mean, I guess Zoom and Barry would be tied for that position. Or, you know, even Eobard. And then Wally would probably be in the last place because Wally's probably like the only speedster who's never run back in time. Then, of course, you got Jay Garrick and then Jesse Quick. You know, well, at least we know Jay Garrick has experienced it, though. But Wally and Jesse, we don't quite hear about them running back in, in time. So, anyway... All this starts out with um, Iris getting caught and then by Cicada to lure um, Excess or the Flash so they can he can kill them. But he ends up killing Caitlyn. So basically Excess just runs back in time again. This time Ralph gets caught. But then Cisco ends up getting killed. And then next it goes to Sherlock. And then basically... Um, I forgot who got killed though, but... Someone got killed, and then it went over to Cecile, and Cecile got Cecile got killed, and it was just bad. So while all this is happening, Cisco is actually going on a date with Camilla, and I like to call this um this segment. I mean, with the whole Cisco arc, the Council of Ciscos, because you see various versions of Cisco. I mean, you see stylish Cisco, you see Tony Stark wannabe Cisco, which kind of reminded me of the Cisco from Flashpoint. 
And then you also see Fashionista Cisco, which is kind of like the Earth... I like to call it the Earth 38 Cisco, how he would have looked probably if he wasn't Earth 38. And for all those 52 times that Camila turns him down, Cisco, you know, she just tells him, like, you know, I thought you were a guy of science and all this stuff. I mean, he's like, can we have a do? Can we just have a do-over? And she's like, I'm out. Goodbye, you know? And while Cisco's going through this, poor guy, I mean, he ends up actually vibing and... It's just crazy. He ends up vibing, and that's how they find out that Nora has been running back in time. And um, they eventually confront her about it, and they're just saying that, you know, this is not, you know, you need to do something about this because it's affecting the timeline. It's going to destroy the timeline. And my my theory is just that for somehow this is all part of Eobard's Eobard's plan, Eobard Thon, the reverse flash, because, you know, he told her at the end of the episode to stick to the plan. Which to me is just really crazy. But anyway, um, to cut it really short, I mean, this is going to be a pretty short review because, again, I'm dealing with the moving and the packing and the unpacking. Um, Sherlock comes up with a really ingenious plan. And basically, they um, use a, an ability of Excess's speedster abilities along with um, Cisco's vibing abilities to actually catch the cicada. And they finally beat him and no one gets killed. Hooray. And then. Um, Basically, long story short, I mean, it goes back to um, Nora and Barry having a heart-to-heart talk, which really reminded me of the talk similar to Jay Garrick and Barry that they had. You know, Jay Garrick is Barry's father's doppelganger, doppelganger, and he's telling her about the dangers of time traveling. He's saying that, you know what, this might, you know, the fact that you ran 52 times is, is you know, crazy. I mean, it's not going to always be a good ending. You have to understand that. And he should know, too, because he did the same exact thing by saving his own mother. And that's what caused Flashpoint. His mother had to die in order for him to become the, become the Flash. I mean, talk about tragic, right? But, you know, the episode actually... Um, towards the episode's end, like I mentioned before, Nora travels back to 2049. And Thawne tells her that he stick, you know, tells her to stick to the plan and that he actually wants to save Barry. And I could presume it has a lot to do with the, cri- the upcoming crisis event. So, I mean, it's going to really, you know, be interesting how that really manifests and takes shape. So at the very end of the episode, Sherlock actually begins to crack the code. And, you know, need I say more? I mean, his persistence is getting him really close and he's going to find out what Nora's been hiding. So, I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Now, on the final flash thoughts, I want to say that... um, with Barry explaining the consequences of time travel to Nora, um, she did jack up the time. I mean, the question is, does she really jack up the timeline? And does she really run back through time? Because she has, like, me... Actually, Jay and I actually talked about this, too, where she has kind of a unique ability to not necessarily run back in time, but to kind of reverse it, in a sense. But then again, you do see several scenes at Jitters with the Cisco Camila's, you know, date scene with Ian, you know correcting someone on his name, like a barista. Then you see a Steven, which is actually named Stefan, correct a barista. And another flash thought is that this cure, I have a really bad feeling about it. I mean, I think Cicada is going to use it somehow, or at least his ally, Dr. Ambrose, is going to use it as a way to like, you know, not necessarily kill um, Metis, because you got to remember, she's a doctor and she has a Hippocratic Oath you know, to actually save lives rather than kill them. I mean, she'd be a hypocrite in that part, and I could see her and Cicada butting heads on that. And then, you know, about the the many times that Nora ran, I mean, besides it being miraculous, I mean, DC Comics, for some reason, always is obsessed with the number 52. I mean, you got 52 Earths. I mean, then you have 52, you know, Channel 52. I mean, 52, 52, 52, you know? I mean, I wonder if that has anything to do with the Infinite Earths crossover. I mean, it very well could. I mean, hopefully we'll see that, you know, develop. Then Sherlock's girlfriend. I mean, the funny thing, the crazy thing about this episode is just that I really thought that Sherlock, um, I thought that Thawne successfully, Thawne and Norik successfully threw Sherlock off their scent. Because he was like actually in love, though. But I think because, you know, of the times that Nora ran back in time, Sherlock's interest was piqued again. So, you know, her trying to fix things maybe might have changed that. And another final th- flash thought was just the Book of Ralph, which kind of reminds me for some reason the list of Jericho. I thought it was really funny. You know, and then just him trying to give Cisco tips on how to win this girl's heart when in fact 
it turned out that Camilla likes Cisco for who he is, and which I think they're kind of teasing that Carlos Carlos Valdez might be leaving. Um, I've read an article somewhere, I think it was on comicbook.com, where Carlos Valdez is rumored to be, actually be leaving The Flash after season five. And maybe this is a way for him to in, re-enter into civilian life. And Ralph Dibney, um, a.k.a. the Elongated Man, take over as the comic relief. But I feel like The Flash can't be The Flash without Cisco Ramon, a.k.a. Vibe. Well, anyway, that wraps it up for this episode. I mean, it's pretty short. I mean, just because, again, I'm dealing with the um, move and everything like that, trying to help out. Um, it wraps it up for this episode of the Flashcast and the podcast on Earth 2. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Brian's Comics underscore one and the podcast on Earth 2 at... Um, I think it's P, um, the podcast being P F E two underscore, I want to say, and of, and of course, don't forget to follow me at the boy wonder press where I do these, um, comic book, um, villain and character profiles or villain and hero profiles. In the next episode, we're going to be reviewing King shark versus, um, gorilla grod, which is going to be a showdown between two beasts and King sharks, brawn and grod's brains should be very exciting and interesting. So, I mean, that's it for this episode. And remember to take care and stay ever so awesome. This is Brian's Comics 1 signing out. What's going on? It's your host, Brian's Comics number 1. And you are listening to the Flashcast and the podcast on Earth 2. I am about to... So, basically, what's been going on? I mean, a lot's been going on. I've been really busy as of late. I've been moving into my new house. Um, a couple... You know, it's been really tough, though. But, you know, I mean, nonetheless, the move is very exciting. I mean... We did do some floor cleaning. I mean, the floor is a little damp, so... I mean, I don't know if you'll be seeing my studio um, pretty soon, but, I mean, once the floor dries and I start putting everything in, you're going to be seeing it, and it's just going to be really awesome looking. Um, So, I mean, there's a whole lot of house cleaning going on. I mean, no pun intended with the new house especially. I mean, I had to move out of my rental. It's been really, really tough. Landlord's been kind of on my butt about it, but, you know... I mean, other than that, you know, or on my, me and my sisters, but I should say too, because we've, we've been kind of like, you know, he's been contacting us and it's like, ugh. But anyway, you know, I mean, we're excited to move to our new house and, you know, we're pretty much getting everything packed in. So, I mean, um, in the future, the Damien and Wayne Profile podcast is still in the works. Um, it should be able to premiere on February the 28th, if not later. It should be very awesome. I mean, I've been reading a whole lot about Damien and Wayne um, and the material related to him. Um, as much as possible, and even kind of watching the movie Son of Batman. Um, so, I mean, it should be really awesome with the next podcast. And the next character is going to, you know, my next profile character on the podcast for March should be, um, let's just say it's a character that doesn't involve, that does involve a bat. You know, it's, I'm going to leave it at that. It involves a bat. That's it. So the quote for this um, episode is just that, the quote for the the flash quote of the I mean the flash cast quote of the um, episode is um, this oh yes the past can hurt but the way I see it you can either run from it or learn from it that's from Rafiki um, from the Lion King and I think it was it pretty much relates a whole lot to what's been going on this episode with Nora and how she's just trying to fix the whole thing you know just really fixing things and seeing her friends get hurt and all that and just running back through time and everything so, I mean, it should be, you know, it's a really interesting quote. So now on to the review. Um, I'm going to really um, go through this as quickly as possible since, you know, I mean, I've been doing a lot with packing as of late. Um, so with the review, I mean, it starts out with a cure. Cisco finally completes the cure. I mean, I would say the metahuman cure, but there's just one problem is one catch. Now, the metahuman cure um, may be complete, but even if it's injected into cicada or any other meta, it can take up to about a month or 29 days at best for it to take effect in the pituitary gland, according to Caitlin Snow. So Sherlock comes up with the ingenious idea to speed up the cure's effectiveness by using the speed force, and who know better to do it than Barry Allen himself, the Flash. So they recruit Barry to actually use the speed force to speed up the cure. And Nora wants to come with him, though, but Barry's like, nah, nah, you need to stay here and take care of things here. They need excess. Which brings me to Nora's dilemma, and pretty much the lesson learned. Now, what's amazing about Nora's is that she ran back 52 times to try to save her loved ones from Cicada. Hence, next Tuesday, hashtag next Tuesday, times 52. At this point, I don't even think the episode should be called, um, cause and excess. It should, it should probably be called excess point at this point, because 
Her running back 52 times is just miraculous. I mean, she <laughs> did it more than any other speedster that we know. I mean, her being the most, and I think Barry being second, Zoom probably being third. I mean, I guess Zoom and Barry would be tied for that position. Or, you know, even Eobard. And then Wally would probably be in the last place because Wally's probably like the only speedster who's never run back in time. Then, of course, you got Jay Garrick and then Jesse Quick. You know, well, at least we know Jay Garrick has experienced it, though. But Wally and Jesse, we don't quite hear about them running back in, in time. So, anyway, all this starts out with um, Iris getting caught and then by Cicada to lure um, Excess or the Flash so they can he can kill them. But he ends up killing Caitlyn. So, basically, Excess just runs back in time again. This time, Ralph gets caught. But then Cisco ends up getting killed. And then next it goes to Sherlock. And then basically, um, I forgot who got killed though, but someone got killed. And then it went over to Cecile and Cecile got, <laughs> Cecile got killed. And it was just bad. So while all this is happening, Cisco is actually going on a date with Camilla. And I like to call this, um, this segment, I mean, with the whole Cisco arc, the Council of Cisco's, because you see various versions of Cisco. I mean, you see stylish Cisco, you see Tony Stark wannabe Cisco, which kind of reminded me of the Cisco from Flashpoint, and then you also see fashionista Cisco, which is kind of like the Earth. I like to call it the Earth thirty eight Cisco. How he would have looked probably if he wasn't Earth thirty eight. And for all those fifty two times that Camila turns him down, Cisco, you know, she just tells him like, you know, I thought you were a guy of science and all this stuff. I mean, he's like, can we have a do? Can we just have a do? And she's like, I'm out. Goodbye. You know. And while Cisco's going through this, poor guy. I mean, he ends up actually vibing, and it's just crazy. He ends up vibing, and that's how they find out that Nora has been running back in time. And um, they eventually re- confront her about it, and they're just saying that. You know, this is not, you know, you need to do something about this because it's affecting the timeline. It's going to destroy the timeline. And my my theory is just that so for somehow this is all part of Eobard's, Eobard's plan, Eobard Thon, the reverse flash. Because, you know, he told her at the end of the episode to stick to the plan, which to me is just really crazy. But anyway, um, to cut it really short, I mean, this is going to be a pretty short review because, again, I'm dealing with the moving and the packing and the unpacking. Um, Sherlock comes up with a really ingenious plan, and basically they um, use a, an ability of Excess's speedster abilities, along with um, Cisco's vibing abilities, to actually catch the cicada. And they finally beat him, and no one gets killed. Hooray! And then, um, basically, long story short, I mean, it goes back to. Um, Nora and Barry having a heart-to-heart talk, which really reminded me of the talk similar to Jay Garrick and Barry that they had. You know, Jay Garrick is Barry's father's doppelganger, doppelganger. And he was telling her about the dangers of time traveling. He's saying that, you know what, this might, you know, the fact that you ran 52 times is, is you know, crazy. I mean, it's not going to always be a good ending. You have to understand that. And he should know, too, because he did the same exact thing by saving his own mother. And that's what caused Flashpoint. His mother had to die in order for him to become the, become the Flash. I mean, talk about tragic, right? But, you know, the episode actually... Um, towards the episode's end, like I mentioned before, Nora travels back to 2049, and Thon tells her that he stick, you know, tells her to stick to the plan and that he actually wants to save Barry. And I could presume it has a lot to do with the, cri- the upcoming crisis event. So, I mean, it's going to really, you know, be interesting how that really manifests and takes shape. So at the very end of the episode, Sherlock actually begins to crack the code. And, you know, need I say more? I mean, his persistence is getting him really close. And he's going to find out what Nora's been hiding. So, I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Now, on the final Flash thoughts, I want to say that um, with Barry explaining the consequences of time travel to Nora, um, she did jack up the time. I mean, the question is, is she really jack up the timeline? And does she really run back through time? Because she has, like, me... Actually, Jay and I actually talked about this, too, where she has kind of a unique ability to not just say run back in time, but to kind of reverse it, in a sense. But then again, you do see several scenes at Jitters with the Cisco Camila's, you know, date scene with Ian, you know, correcting someone on his name, like a barista. Then you see a Steven, which is actually named Stefan, correct a barista. 
And another flash thought is that this cure, I have a really bad feeling about it. I mean, I think Cicada is going to use it somehow, or at least his ally, Dr. Ambrose, is going to use it as a way to, like, you know, not necessarily kill um, Metis, because you got to remember, she's a doctor and she has a Hippocratic Oath, you know, to actually save lives rather than kill them. I mean, she'd be a hypocrite in that part, and I could see her and Cicada butting heads on that. And then, you know, about the, the many times that Nora ran, I mean, besides it being miraculous, I mean, DC Comics, for some reason, always is obsessed with the number 52. I mean, you got 52 Earths. I mean, then you have 52, cha you know, Channel 52. I mean, 52, 52, 52, you know? I mean, I wonder if that has anything to do with the Infinite Earths crossover. I mean, it very well could. I mean, hopefully we'll see that, you know, develop. Then Sherlock's girlfriend, I mean... The funny thing, the crazy thing about this episode is just that I really thought that Sherlock, um, I thought that Thawne successfully, Thawne and Norik successfully threw Sherlock off their scent because he was like actually in love though. But I think because, you know, of the times that Nora ran back in time, Sherlock's interest was piqued again. So, you know, her trying to fix things maybe might have changed that. And another final th flash thought was just the book of ralph which kind of reminds me for some reason the list of jericho i thought it was really funny you know and then just him trying to give cisco tips on how to win this girl's heart when in fact it turned out that camilla likes cisco for who he is and which i think they're kind of teasing that carlos carlos valdez might be leaving um i've read an article somewhere i think it was on comicbook.com where carlos valdez is rumored to be, actually be leaving the flash after season five and maybe this is a way for him to re-enter into civilian life. And Ralph Dibney, um, a.k.a. the Elongated Man, take over as the comic relief. But I feel like the Flash can't be the Flash without Cisco Ramon, a.k.a. Vibe. Well, anyway, that wraps it up for this episode. I mean, it's pretty short. I mean, just because, again, I'm dealing with the um, move and everything like that, trying to help out. Um, it wraps it up for this episode of the Flashcast and the podcast on Earth 2. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Brian's Comics underscore one and the podcast on Earth 2 at, um, I think it's P, um, the podcast being PFE2 underscore, I want to say. And of, and of course, don't forget to follow me at the Boy Wonder Press where I do these um, comic book um, villain and character profiles or villain and hero profiles. In the next episode, we're going to be reviewing King Shark versus um, Gorilla Grodd, which is going to be a showdown between two beasts and King Shark's brawn and Grodd's brains. Should be very exciting and interesting. So, I mean, that's it for this episode. And remember to take care and stay ever so awesome. This is Brian's Comics 1 signing out.